and welcome to the Anatomy of Money podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Fryer, award-winning filmmaker, business coach, and accidental money mindset maven. Each episode, we'll explore the mind-body-money connection through the lens of ancient wisdom, modern science, mindset, mindfulness, and meditation. It's all connected. Tune in and find out how to expand your awareness so you can be free from the traps of the mind. Let's dive in. I want to talk today about what we commonly call a negative mindset. What does that even mean? Ask yourself, what are some things that you notice that you negate? Do you have a habit of finding faults? Do you have a habit of saying, oh, that's never going to work for me, or I can't do that, or I don't know enough, or I can't charge that much? These are ways that we unconsciously negate ourselves. So take a moment and ask yourself, do I do that? I used to do this all the time, and it was so unconscious and so insidious and so constant, I had no idea I was doing it. It's like when a fish is swimming in water and a fish doesn't even know it's in water because that's its environment. I was so negative. I was constantly swimming in my own negativity. I was swimming in other people's negativity. And that was just the way I thought it was. I just said the reality is, and then I would have this well-justified story about why it would never work for me. And I remember when I was about 30 and I went to see a guy who did Reiki and he was also a psychotherapist. So he had both the scientific background and he had the spiritual energetic experience. And I went to see him because I was so unhappy. I wasn't making any money. I could barely pay my rent. I was always overdrawn. I often had to choose between buying food for my dog and buying food for me. And of course, I always bought food for my dog and I just decided, oh, I don't need to eat today or I'll just eat rice today. I like rice and that's totally fine. And, you know, half the world lives on rice. So who am I to be any better than half of the world? And I just constantly convinced myself of my limitation. And so this psychotherapist, Reiki practitioner that I was seeing, I worked with him for three, four months. And after three, four months, he said, I can't work with you. I'm like, what? You're my therapist. And he said, I can't work with you. I'm firing you. You're too negative. And it's one of the best things anybody ever said to me because it really was a catalyst for me to begin to look and see how he was right. So I want to share with you, how do you identify a negative mindset if you don't know that you have one? How do you work with a negative mindset when you do have one? And I want to lay the context for this conversation, which is there's absolutely nothing wrong with having a negative mindset. We're all wired with what scientists call a negativity bias. And that just means that our brain's first priority is to keep us safe. Our brain's first priority is to make sure that we don't die. So if anything comes along that threatens us, that makes us feel insecure or like we're going to die, we'll immediately go underground and hide. Why? It's called self-preservation. Now, in human evolution, we had good reason to put a rock in front of the cave, (laughs) We didn't want the saber-toothed tiger to get in, right? We had good reason to be afraid of things that could kill us, that we were vulnerable to. And as we've evolved and we live in houses that are temperature controlled and they're climate controlled and we have lights, motion detectors and door cameras and all these things that are designed to, air quote, keep us safe, our consciousness is lagging a little bit in its evolution. And so most of us go immediately into fight or flight or freeze or faint or fawn. We immediately go into these self-protective coping mechanisms 
because we think we're going to die. But what is most of the time threatening us is not a saber-toothed tiger, is not a head-on collision, is not a burning building. What most of the time is threatening us is our ego, is this feeling of somebody's not going to like me, somebody's going to be mad at me, somebody's going to reject me, somebody's going to criticize me, somebody's going to ridicule me. And we're so good at expecting those things because of our conditioning that we look for people out there in the outer world, we look for experiences out there in the outer world, we look for conditions out there in the outer world, if that's our mindset, that something's going to kill me, I look for something in the outer world to play the role of threatening me. Now, how do you recognize if you have a negative mindset? Eavesdrop on your thoughts. Eavesdrop on your thoughts. Notice, do you hear yourself saying, I can't charge that? When you sit down to write an offer or you sit down to create a sales page or you're shopping or you're out to dinner, do you notice this knee-jerk default reaction where you look at the price and you immediately say, oh, I can't afford that? Just notice that's a way that lack is living rent-free in your temple. Do you notice yourself constantly finding fault? Oh, that doesn't fit. Oh, this makes me look fat. Oh, I don't belong in this community. I don't belong in this family. I don't like any of my neighbors. You know, however it shows up, just notice if your tendency is to look for lack, to look for what's not pleasing to you, to look for what's disappointing to you. And with great compassion and, and also great amusement, notice, oh yeah, I do that. Wow, I didn't realize I do that and now I do. Great. Once you realize you do, what, what can you do with it? Okay, so what you can do with it, I want to share with you something from Abraham, Esther, and Jerry Hicks. And here's what they say. My attention to unwanted attracts more unwanted. My attention to unwanted attracts more unwanted. There's also an oft-quoted quote that says, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. In other words, if we fully believe that something isn't going to happen, we will do whatever it takes to make sure it doesn't happen. Why? Because our belief is that it's not going to happen for me. I want to let you know about an upcoming interactive immersion for coaches, healers, creatives, and visionary leaders ready to rewrite your money story at the cellular and cellular level. It's called the Anatomy of Money Immersion, The Roots Retreat. We'll be getting at the roots of your money story, and it is your individual and collective money story. So it's partly your money story, and it's partly not your money story. And it's really important to remember this because we think that the money story is ours, and we have so much shame around it. And truly, we all have inherited paradigms and programming collectively, systemically, and I'm on a mission to uproot that, to shine the light of consciousness on it, and to release it. During the three days, we will dive deep into the subconscious roots of your individual and the collective money story, learn where your money story lives in your body, and how to recognize the clues your subconscious leaves so that you can release, reframe, and repair old reactive patterns quickly before they take you out. We'll experience scientifically proven processes to rewire your mind, ditch the drama, and integrate the emotions so that you can feel empowered, confident, and responsible with money. This retreat is a three-day online experience. It's happening March 18th to March 20th, intentionally over the equinox, because we're gonna have one foot in the darkness and one foot in the light. This is an amazing opportunity to learn more about your nervous system and how to rewire it for love, connection, and belonging. I hope you'll join us. And so if I believe it's never gonna happen for me, I need to make sure that it doesn't happen for me, because if it does, it's really gonna threaten my identity. And then I'm gonna go into fight or flight. 
This is why so many people crash through a money block. They go from making nothing to $20,000 in a day. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't be that. Oh my God, it's never going to work for me. And they have to get rid of the money. They go into full on freak out when they have the money because their identity is of someone who doesn't make that kind of money. Or their identity is someone who makes that kind of money is a jerk and I'm not a jerk, so I better get rid of it or people are going to think I'm a jerk. See, we're back to people are going to think X about me. And when we trip into people are going to think X about me, and then we contort ourselves and pretend to not be ourselves so that we pretend to be somebody that they'll like, but we need to be our not self so that they like us. We're totally tied up in knots, K-N-O-T-S and N-O-T-S. So here's what Abraham says. For every pleasing thing, there is an unpleasing counterpart. This is what we call the law of polarity. You can't have darkness without light. You only have darkness in the absence of light. So they're in relation to each other. It's not an either or, it's a both and. You can't have cold without heat. Cold is the absence of heat, right? Heat is the absence of cold. Light is the absence of dark. So begin to think of the negative as one part of the spectrum, but not the totality. For every pleasing thing, there's an unpleasing counterpart. For within every particle of the universe is that which is wanted, as well as the lack of which is wanted, right? Darkness is the absence of light. Cold is the absence of heat. When you focus upon an unwanted aspect of something in an effort to push it away from you, it only comes closer because you get what you give your attention to, whether or not it is something you may want or not. I'm going to read that again. When you focus upon an unwanted aspect of something in an effort to push it away from you, it only comes closer because you get what you give your attention to, whether it's something that you want or not. It's up to you to focus upon and attract what is wanted. This is so, so important for you to get because when we focus on what we don't want, we get more of what we don't want. Another way of saying this is what we resist persists. The more we push against something, the harder it pushes against us. The more we fight, the more we're in battle with the very thing that we want. Another way of saying this is what you run from runs you. What you run from runs you. So I'm going to leave you with this thought. Do you have a negative mind? Are you aware that you're addicted to thinking negative thoughts or thoughts that negate you or thoughts that negate other people? And if you do, recognize it's part of your conditioning. It is biologically wired. We all have it. Every single one of us has it. There's nothing wrong with it. And what else is possible that you might not be seeing right now? What is the polarity? What is the opposite of the thing that you are focusing on. When you begin focusing on the thing you want instead of the thing you don't want, notice what happens. I know that for me, when I became crystal clear on how negative I was, I realized I didn't want that. And I began to choose differently. I began to ask myself, what's great about this? Wow, I created this so that I could see what I'm not seeing, right? If I'm experiencing lack, what is the counterpart to lack. Think about a film image. In the olden days, we used to shoot on film and there was a negative and a positive image. And one side of the film strip, you would see the solid object. You'd see the tree, you'd see the chair, you'd see the person. And that would show up in contrast to the negative space. The negative space is what we call the space where the solid object 
isn't. So when I notice I'm going into negativity, when I notice I'm feeling what I label negative, I've got immediate feedback. Negative feels like, ooh, it feels like cringe. It feels like ick. It feels like yuck, blech. Got to get out of here. Got to get rid of that, right? Just notice how your body reacts because your body reacts instantaneously. It reacts five times faster than your mind can think a thought. Your body instantly knows when you are in your old conditioning by its knee-jerk default reaction. So at that moment, when you're aware of the sensation of cringe, ooh, ick, yuck, gotta get out of here, gotta get rid of them, I don't belong, they don't belong, one of us has gotta go, when you notice yourself tripping into that quicksand, ask yourself, hmm, what am I afraid of right now? What am I really afraid of? What's really scaring me right now? And see if you can name the feeling. Naming it is very helpful at taking your power back, taking your power back, realizing that your feelings don't control you. You actually are the one that thought the thought that let loose the cascade of chemistry that resulted in the feeling of constriction of, ooh, ick, I don't belong, they don't belong. That's all you're doing. It's all your conditioning begin to recognize that with great gentleness, with great self-compassion and ask yourself, what do I really need right now? What's really present for me right now? And learn to cultivate the ability to just be with the feeling. This was so huge for me. I was so afraid of my feelings because I grew up feeling like feeling wasn't allowed. Like my feelings didn't matter. My feelings weren't that important. Other people's feelings were more important. Other people were more important than me. And my survival actually depended upon me negating myself and making other people more important than me. So this was a huge breakthrough for me, being able to recognize when was I going into negativity? When did I trip into it? Sometimes I might not notice for a day or two that, oh my gosh, I was really negative. And then feeling the feeling, just feeling what does that feel like in my body? Where do I get activated or aroused or shut down or in pain? My body's talking to me. And so can there be a two-way conversation between my mind and my body. I found that super helpful. And so I share it in this episode. Perhaps it will be helpful to you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Anatomy of Money podcast. If you loved what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review. Could you help us grow this podcast? If you're listening right now, please grab the link and share it with three friends who'd also love to be free of the traps of the mind. When we change the way we see the world, our whole outlook changes. Peace is an inside job and you're hired. Thank you so much for listening.